Okay. Um, so I've had a pretty eventful day today. Uh, I cha- I, sw- I switched a uh, toilet seat out uh, that my my roommate's toilet seat's been broken since we moved in, and I fixed it uh, by by replacing it. Yeah. So I went to Lowe's and uh, I bought a toilet seat, and I bought one for a rounded toilet, right? Uh, and I'm like, and I measured it before I went and I was like, okay, this is basically what the measurement was. Um, and it says like a million times on the box, uh, like, Hey, make sure this is the right size before you take it out of the box. Cause you can't return it. Um, turns out it was the wrong size. So I had to go back to, to, um, Lowe's and get a new one. So if anybody wants a toilet seat, uh, I got one, uh, just go ahead and send me a message. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. Our first caller gets gets a toilet seat. <laughs> you should get one of those like foam ones, the ones that are really comfy. <laughs> Dude, I saw. I guess before we we go any further, oh, uh, welcome to the podcast. Where Nolan and I are sitting with our good friend Keith Finn digitally uh, over Hello. over the mics. Uh, Keith's our 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 uh, resident movie expert and has some some things to say about the movie this week. So. Uh, for the movie I'm, corner, I'm yeah. So we decided to have him. This on. is my first time on. The, uh, this is my first time on the podcast, like live. I've been on here, like, uh, like I've recorded stuff and sent it to you guys, and I was in the background of your, uh, your uh, Nebcon episode. Yeah, yeah. Laughing yeah. my ass off. Yeah, I was featured in that one as well. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, Keith's been featured on the podcast several times, but has never been an act like a a live guest. So we're we're happy to have him on um i'm live in the cut yeah but what were you saying before i i decided i needed to introduce you <laughs> um i'm saying that you should get one of those like foam uh toilet seats the yeah one that's really comfy for your butt and makes your ass like sweat like more than normally than a normal toilet seat yeah my grandma used to have one of those uh and it was disgusting like uh I s- i'm just saying i'm just saying you should try it out maybe they've changed like the foam toilet seat thing to where it's not disgusting and i, I don't know I, I i i i'm a big toilet guy like what about a, me- a memory foam toilet seat so it conforms <laughs> to the shape of your ass every time well, that's what i was gonna say i i saw a picture of somebody's bathroom where their toilet seat had one of those foam cushions on it but it was probably like uh, at least 16 inches thick it was enormous it like Jeez. it came off the toilet seat so it looked like a pillow uh so yeah i, I wonder if you they go just to got... bed on it exactly if you're really tired you know you're, you're taking the 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 porcelain nap to a whole new level uh that's actually what happened to elvis is he fell asleep <laughs> on a toilet seat and never woke up again yeah. it was too comfortable it's the dangers of having your toilet seat be too comfortable that, that feels like a like a fairy tale like a like a mother goose kind of fairy tale like uh you have to be. You have to make sure that you're always sitting very uncomfortably on a toilet, or else you'll die on one. So, there, there was like a toilet seat I saw on the internet that was like tilted, so it would make your legs hurt after a oh, while of sitting on it. Yeah, like it was, it, it, it was sickening. Honestly, like that's one of my favorite places to be. Why would I want to get off it early, like, you, or make myself hurt to go to the bathroom yeah it it was like marketed towards bosses to get like workers to stop taking 30 minute bathroom breaks it's like motherfucker that's the only time that you have to yourself in that conversation taking building so sounds like horrible bosses if you ask me like that show (laughs) yeah Mm. or maybe the boss baby absolutely no so nolan i also wanted to bring this up i don't know if you saw today but uh 
college game day was at a uh, wake forest today for the first time ever i know we haven't talked much yes. about them recently but they it's are been a while but you know demon deacon pride never rests yep they are playing football this season uh so for some reason but uh let's see they played uh clemson today i'm pretty sure how do you how do you think they did i don't think it how i think it's tonight is it tonight yeah oh well, whatever they're gonna play yeah they, it is tonight uh what do you got do we get to make our picks or do we let's, yeah, got... let's do our picks yeah i mean i i didn't know how comfortable i felt about talking about the college football season this year but fuck it let's do it they're playing <laughs> uh so who do you have clemson or, or demon deacons easily wake forest demon deacons probably gonna win like 49 to 3 49 to 3 keith what are you thinking for the wake forest clemson game tonight at 6 30 uh isn't clemson like uh good i yeah. mean i don't know much about college football but i'm i i i know that they've been good within like the last five years yeah clemson I think they're number are, one this year yeah they're <laughs> so literally number one mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well um I hate to go against the podcast, but and I know you guys are big Wake Forest fans, but I'm gonna have to say Clemson's gonna win this one, uh, uh, uh one one oh seven to nothing. Oh my goodness! They're gonna score, they're, they're gonna drop a hundred piece on you guys. I don't know about that. I think here's what I'm thinking. I think it'll be a a real back and forth game, but I, I think it'll be a low scoring game. On top of that, it's gonna be a real defensive struggle. Um, so I'm thinking it's gonna be fourteen to seven Wake Forest. Uh. Okay, what do you say we do movie corner stuff? Because we got a lot to get through this this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Okay. Well, this week's uh, movie corner movie is On the Waterfront, which won Best Picture in 1955. Um, Keith. Yes, and before we get into like the reviews, Jack, I, I wanna I wanna run something by you guys, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, um, I know like you read a lot of reviews on the show. But you've never had someone like uh, bring on a review that they wrote themselves. And, uh, <laughs> that... I, so I wrote a review of uh, On the Waterfront, and I would uh, I'd very much like to read it for you guys if you'll allow me. I would love to hear it. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, okay if you guys don't mind, I am going to, uh, before I get started, uh, try to get into the re- reviewer mindset. Okay. So just uh, g- g- give me uh, one moment here. <sighs> reviews 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 (laughs) movies brands music pop culture reviews reviews reviews. (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i think i'm ready okay okay what is the american dream it surely isn't something you can grab hold in your hands but many spend their entire lives trying to grab it It begs the question, do some people actually have a chance at the American dream? Is it even obtainable? On the Waterfront was birthed in the frigid cold at the end of the world, or Hoboken, New Jersey, rather. (laughs) Director Elia Kazan was surrounded by shivering working-class longshoremen in places they frequent daily within this tundra. It's here in the frozen garden state, huddled around fiery oil barrels filled with burning cardboard, where Kazan and lead actor Marlon Brando would make their mark. (laughs) They fared the weather to make a movie that went on to win eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director, as Jack mentioned. The story follows Terry Malloy, played by Brando. Terry is a former boxer whose dreams were dashed when his brother Charlie told him to take a dive on a fight for Johnny Friendly, 
the corrupt union boss who employs Terry as a dock worker and Charlie as an accountant. Johnny Friendly uses the docks and rules over them with an elusive and violent iron fist. Terry, after a shift at the docks, unknowingly assists in the death of a union snitch. Terry is brought in by police and told to testify against Johnny Friendly, a move that Terry knows will almost certainly lead to his death at the hands of the mob. Between days at the docks, Terry battles the morality of his actions, past, present, and future. He meets with Edie, the sister of the murdered snitch, played by Eva Marie Saint. His fondness of Edie and the overwhelming guilt of his actions push him towards testifying. Terry is torn between the danger of doing what's right and the comfortability of remaining silent. During his time off, Terry spends time by his pigeon coop on his rooftop. Now, I know your listeners are wondering, and you guys are wondering as well, what do these pigeons represent? They represent Terry's desire to be free of Hoboken, the dock, and to escape the thumb of Friendly while still having a place to come home to where he is loved. Terry has no, friendly, uh, has no family besides his brother Charlie, who's already been poisoned by the greed perpetuated by Friendly. Charlie goes as far as holding a gun to his brother in order to stop him from testifying in that famous scene. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody, but now I'm just a bum. Because of Terry's actions, his pigeons are murdered, signaling the crushing loneliness in his life and the death of his hope. Friendly had taken Terry's boxing career, his brother, and now the only thing he had left, the dream of leaving this place behind. He's always going to be stuck in Hoboken. His American dream is lost. Wings cut. But really, given what we know, was he really ever able to fly away to begin with? On the Waterfront <laughs> is a timeless story of deceit, love, and retribution. Brando's performance is one of the best of the decade, if not the century. It really goes to show how widely regarded, it, it goes to show why this is widely, widely regarded as one of the best films of all time. But I, I, I'm sorry. Did you guys know that this movie's in black and white? I mean, I cannot stand movies in black and white. I mean, this was made after there was color in movies. I don't understand why they just couldn't make it in color. That makes the most sense. Everyone likes a movie in color. Nobody likes a movie in black and white. And you know what? I ordered the Criterion Blu-ray of this movie that came out in 2013, and there are three different movies, uh, versions of this that movie on the Blu-ray, and... None of them are in color. They're all in different aspect ratios, and I don't know what that means, but I, I think one aspect they overlooked is maybe putting a little, I don't know, red, blue, yellow, orange, purple into the, into the movie. I think that would have uh, made it a lot better. And I mean, look at every uh, classic movie that's come out within the history of film over the last a hundred years, you know. Let me just name a few classic films for you guys: uh, I- Iron Man, Iron Man Two, uh, <laughs> The Avengers, uh, Thor, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Ant Man. You know what? All those movies have in common: they were all made in color. That's right. So, uh, like, I'm sorry, I-, I I can't in the right mind give this a good rating. If I could give it less than I could, uh, than I would, but. Uh, I gotta give it one star. You just gotta do better, Hollywood. Come on. <laughs> that was that was really great, Keith. I really enjoyed that. I I did look up the Ro- I did look up the Roger Ebert review of On the Waterfront to see if that entire uh, plot synopsis was uh, lifted from from Ebert, but it was not. It was entirely original. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I wish it could have been better, but you know, no color. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, that's really good. Uh, 
I was going to say another thing and I can't, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I think this was probably like the most amount of plot we've ever gotten from any review of a movie that we've read on this show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen it now. Yeah. Well, there, there, there you go. You don't need to watch it now. And cause it's so stupid and you'll never see any, any color palette whatsoever. Right? <laughs> what's, yeah. the, what's the point? Yep. Sounds bad. Uh, no color. No, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh so after that that beautiful review by by keith nolan do you want to take this first one from Stephen kelly oh shoot i need to send you these two uh keith let me i'll forward to these okay well you read that yeah steven this is from Stephen kelly uh actually Stephen daniel kelly and so sdk for short and he says um three stars brando was like my uncle daniel i saw the film as a young man I haven't seen it again. Brando was like my uncle Daniel. I'll watch it at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he reviewing this? Did he buy it? And then he was like, he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to wait until Christmas to watch this one because it was November 1st, 2014. Yeah, but you can't wait to review it. You gotta that that couldn't wait. He's gotta he's gotta watch it at Christmas with his uncle Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, he's at least seen the movie before. It's not like people that are like haven't seen it yet, but the disc was really in bad shape. So, <laughs> I appreciate the uncle nephew relationship that they have regarding oh, yeah. this movie. It's it's quite nice. Oh yeah, that's Uncle Magic right there. Uh, you gotta need something you can bond with your uncle over. Mm-hmm. This next review comes from Mr. Alan Williamson, and uh, he he gives it two stars and says, not good. This is from March 30th, 2006. Uh, it says, there are two types of people who like black and white films, <laughs> old people and clever clogs know-it-alls. Why watch this? Why watch this when you can buy Picture Perfect with the lovely Jennifer Aniston for the same price? <laughs> the Emperor's New Clothes. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume it's a reference to the movie Picture Perfect with the lovely, lovely Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> That's so funny! Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, not only well, he just knows Jen- that he's the only one. He's the only one who's calling it calling it for what it is. Everybody's like, "Oh, these movies are great." They're they're and nobody will say there's not even any freaking color in the movies. Uh, yeah. Have you, looked, have you went outside? Have you looked at life? Life is in color. Yeah. Look at the sky. It's blue. The, the grass. Yeah, that's green. Uh, hello. Nothing's in black and white in the real world. Okay. Uh, Get with it, Hollywood. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, do you want to read this one from Leonard Snurdly? <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. It's uh two stars. Hopelessly antiquated. Another victim of the bewildering bewildering experience of forcing older movies to be shown in useless black and white format, (laughs) knowing that computers can add vibrant colors to these movies and that studios fail to take advantage of it is extremely saddening. There are likely thousands of new viewers who, like me, can't stand black and white. Who will be turned off by this closed-minded practice? <laughs> Let's all band together and tell the studios what we want: classic movies looking as good as possible and in bright, beautiful colors. <laughs> it's like, don't you know there's computers that we have that can ruin art? 
Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, all, all, the, all those like colorized movies like that are colored after the fact, they look like shit. Oh, like they, they're yeah, all oh, pink. Yeah. Like they, they, they never are right. Like why would you want to watch a movie like that? I'm not trying to be pretentious or anything. It's just like that. It just would look bad. Yeah, it wouldn't look good. Well, it's like it, that's not how it was intended. It, it's shot in a very specific way to like make it like look like make the blacks and whites like contrast a specific way like if you put it in color it just like completely ruins that like aspect of the cinematography and like ruins a lot of shots yeah it, it's it's a bleak movie like i don't like it it kind of works as black and white I, I don't, just uh, ridiculous imagining somebody saying that about the lighthouse it should have been in color what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh Nolan, do you want to read this one from Andre? Andre says one star. False advertising. This is not a Blu-ray 3D. Totally disappointed. They want you to pay shipping to return. Wait, wait, hold on. He thought it was a 3D movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little hung up on that part. I don't, like, the Blu-ray makes sense, but why would it be in 3D? <laughs> He didn't even come with the glasses. 2020. <laughs> the stream was let in February. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh Jesus. Let's see. This next one comes from Bill L, who says, Two stars. I give this I gave this movie two stars. Verified purchase on September 6, 2015. The review also says I gave this movie two stars. And uh, we have a couple of responses. We have one response from Beatles fan three, two, eight, seven and says, <laughs> would you mind saying why you gave this great movie such a low raised rating says, no, I don't mind why I gave this quote great movie parentheses, your words, two stars. I'm not a movie critic. I have no expertise in the field. I did not spot some technical flaw missed by all other uh, reviewers. This movie is nearly as old as I am. I had I seen it when it when when it and I were both new, I might have been more impressed. But this is 2015 and this is just a tired old movie parentheses to me campy and predictable. Further, this is just my opinion. You will not change it. And why you care what I think is beyond me in the first place. Have a great day. <laughs> why? What? Bill's just out here throwing stars left and right. There's there's not really any rhyme or reason to it. It's like, why did he even leave this review? <laughs> it, it is very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. Also, it said he had the option to leave a reply to Beatles fan like in the thread, but he didn't. He just responded to himself. Oh, never mind. It, he did. It's just Amazon is not intuitive in the way it structures its threads. I think Bill L. should take the L on this one, man. I, I agree. Uh, you want to see what Marla B. has to say? Hey, maybe it's Marla Brando. Marlon Brando's uh, <laughs> mom. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about Marlon Brando's mom later, but first this <laughs> review. Uh, bad acting. Not very believable. One star. Only watched it because I had to, to for my cinema appreciation course. <laughs> Thought the acting was horrible. At least many of the stars got better at acting when they got older. <laughs> like Marlon Brando didn't get good at acting until The Godfather. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was much later in life when he really became really hit his stride in the acting department. <laughs> yeah, when he first like he won Best Actor for this picture, which he did. <laughs> like he literally did he won also, an Academy Award. He also won Best Actor for another movie that won Best Picture that he was in like a few years prior. Uh what's that one? Uh, Eastbound and no, that's a different that's a show. Uh fuck. <laughs> Eastbound and down. Eastbound and down is what I was thinking. What's the goddamn I love Brando in that one? Yeah. Uh, I think you're thinking of East of Eden, or that's uh, what I'm thinking of. Uh, but but that that's not Brando. No, whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. I know that he won one recently for another movie that's really popular. All no, I thought it was All Quiet on the Western Front, but that also doesn't have Brando in it. Whatever. Yeah, you know okay. what, the listener, you can go back and you can find which the episode that we talked about it, and uh, I'll be proven correct. So. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and write in the one star cast at gmail.com on which other <laughs> movie he won an Academy Award for, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I've, no listened, one... I've listened to the show enough to where I know that email. But if you <laughs> want to find that if you want to find that information, though, you have to go back and listen to the episode that we set it on. There's no other <laughs> a, a way to access the information of how many Academy Awards Marlon Brando has won, like online yeah. or anything. Exactly. The only place that info exists is within the one star podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. the most it's the most comprehensive list of information about Marlon Brando's career. So we're kind of the new IMDb. Yeah, that's that's why we started this podcast. Yeah, it's sort uh, of a da- more of a database than a podcast. Yeah, when you really think about it, uh, Nolan, do you want to read this review from Jim Sweet? Yeah, Jim says three stars. It's a movie humans will like or not like, depending on the human. Copy and paste this review <laughs> to all other movies. <laughs> That's a really good review. I think Jim figured out the whole game. <laughs> I mean, you could just be a, anybody can be a movie reviewer if they have a copy paste tool. Exactly. Can Jim, can Jim be a Rotten Tomatoes verified critic? I hope. So. I hope he is. Yeah, he, he's he would a, add a lot to the to the movie rating algorithm. Yeah, every he gives every movie three stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't wait for this new jim sweet review for uh tenant coming out uh <laughs> gotta see what he says humans like it copy paste <laughs> oh my god okay well let's let's get into the to the to the reviews here uh keith sent in a couple for the omaha community playhouse which just so happens to be the largest community playhouse in the united states so is it i didn't actually actually i didn't actually know that yeah. fact. uh the, the the fact that i chose for this particular place was uh did you guys know that marlon brando was from omaha like he yeah. was born here yeah yeah so, yeah uh, so so like his mom was actually in the very first uh uh production at omaha community playhouse like in the early 1900s like he, oh. she was in the very first play so i i, I figured like this place has a lot of history with relation to this um, the movie corner that you guys had this week. Yeah. So yeah, and, uh, this this is where Marla Brando cut her teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where Marla Brando got her start. Yeah. <laughs> so the the, the the there's it, it's a pretty highly rated place, but there is one only one one star review uh, <laughs> uh, that that ha- that has a comment with it, and uh, it comes from Joe Osler. Uh, it gave it one star. Car broke down, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, 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 th- th- this this one kind of perplexed me because like I didn't know like did his car break down outside of the playhouse <laughs> or like did it break like after he had seen a play like a part of me wants to believe like he 
his wife dragged him to like a, a I don't know some like the vagina monologues or something like that. Yeah. And he was pissed off. And then he goes back out to his car and it won't start because he left his <laughs> lights on or something like that. So I, freaking baffling to my me. friggin' car broke down. Yeah. He, well, he, he's, he thinks it was the, <laughs> uh, the Omaha community. Uh, fuck. I was trying to think of a word that rhymed with play and had to do with cars and I can't think of one. So never mind. Uh, car house. <laughs> Omaha community garage house. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's an interesting one-star review for a, like, theater. Pretty good. Uh, Nolan, do you want to read the one for Eric Riley? Yeah, Eric says two stars. This play was not properly amplified. Row 17 strained to hear. <laughs> it's the only row. Like, row 18, 19, and 20 you can hear fine, but 17 is just a dead zone you can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been to the playhouse and I've sat like in the pretty far back row and I heard everything fine. Uh, I, maybe it was just row 17. I, I should. I mean, I don't, know. I don't want to be ageist or anything, but his profile picture, he appears to be an older part, uh, man. Um, so, you know, maybe it's kind of a hit him thing rather well, than maybe he maybe he forgot and he accidentally wore his noise canceling headphones. To the show. <laughs> uh, he's like speaking of old. What's up? Well, speaking speaking of old men, uh, A. Newman left uh, the next review. Yeah. Uh, two stars, mostly nerds and geriatrics. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, so that's Alfred Newman from Mad Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Is that, guy, that guy's name? I would, yeah. Alfred E. Newman, yeah. I would say it was him, but the profile picture is clearly a dog, so I don't I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the same A. Newman. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it might have been. Hey, remember this one? It's a cute dog. Remember this uh, Newman from uh, Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God, Jack. I haven't yeah. thought about that in years. <laughs> Seinfeld. Takes me back. Yeah, Seinfeld, but it's spelled S-I-G-N, Feld. Uh, and it's about stop signs instead. All right, so the next review comes from... <laughs> the next review comes from Gene Capilano. Uh and I love their profile picture. It's a it looks like a, a DreamWorks bunny. Not exactly sure <laughs> what movie that's from or anything like that, but it's definitely a DreamWorks thing. It's in black and white, though. Maybe it's from On the Waterfront. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you, what, I love all the a CGI rabbit in that film? Yeah. You know, I think that was a post credit scene. I didn't stick around for right, it. Right, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have to go watch one of the three versions yeah. and uh, comb it for this uh, animatronic rabbit. It's in the director's cut. Whoever directed the movie really pushed for this rabbit, but the producers were not having it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway they, uh, they give it three stars and say very nice the seats are very uncomfortable though and included a photo like one of the worst photos i've ever seen yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like the flash is on it's mostly of the wall to the right of her uh you cannot see any of the stage yeah, uh, it's very grainy yeah. like everything's completely out of focus yeah looks like somebody was smoking up in the in the theater <laughs> uh, does that happen there a lot i bet it does yeah are people passing the ganja back and forth uh we're gonna hotbox omaha community playhouse tonight yeah hey, we're gonna go to the omaha community playhouse and get twisted uh um, <laughs> hope our car doesn't break down yeah absolutely that's a big fear of mine uh no one you want to read this one from maximilian Thompson? maybe that's why joe went to the omaha community playhouse because he was trying to hotbox in his car but his car broke down so he tried <laughs> so then he tried hotboxing at the omaha community playhouse but it was a very bad experience and it was the same night that gene took that photograph yeah but it's like <laughs> it's everyone all connected. was connected 
smoking up at the uh, Bob Marley uh, life reenactment one man show. Uh, do you want to do want to read Maximilian's review here, Nolan? Yeah, Maximilian is a local guide and says so they know what they're talking about and they say three stars. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a very thorough review there. I'm glad he, glad, glad, glad he made that. Can yeah, I get that? I mean, three stars. It was okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's probably true. Uh, since your that last one was pretty short, Nolan, you want to read the next one from Rand Lauritsen? Yeah, Rand is also a local guide. Famous name, uh, by the way. He's a level six local guide. Uh, and he gives it three stars. Play was weird tonight. Very hard to follow. Always a risk. Some good, some bad. <laughs> so that seems like more of that, a review true. of the play than of the playhouse. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Plays are a risk, both good and bad yeah. sometimes. I mean, that, yeah. That's typically... Well, what is art without risk, you know? Yeah, that's typically yeah. how most experiences in my life go. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it it can be good or bad. Um, yeah, but Rand also went to the uh, Bob Marley uh, Lifetime reenactment one-man show where everybody was smoking weed in the audience. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he thought it was weird because it was the first time he's ever been high and he was like, <laughs> he's like, what's going on? <laughs> that's why it was so hard to follow. <laughs> exactly. He keeps forgetting everything that Bob Marley did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keith, you want to read Felicia Thompson's review? Absolutely. Uh, Felicia Thompson gives it uh, three stars. I lived in Omaha 29 years ago and saw the last play here of, I think, My Fair Lady. <laughs> uh, uh, is she saying that she saw the last play? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like if you re- live 30 years of life and remember a play that you saw at a community theater, like, to like 30 years later like you should probably give it a little more than three stars like yeah <laughs> clearly that, i mean it, that, that play left some uh left some space in your head you know <laughs> yeah like i i mean i'm not even 29 years old and i i mean i can't remember like the plays that i went to in my grade school so i mean like that's kind of messed up so uh I, I feel like it's a good example of how some people don't consider google maps to be a platform for like helping other people and like informing them and they just use it as like their personal journal like this review does not have any bearing whatsoever on anyone else's life yeah it's like she's like i want to i want to remember this so i'm going to take up space on this public page something that's not useful to anyone but myself she also did not make a quality assessment of the play in at all aside from the star rating she just Mm -hmm. said that she saw the, the play and that was it and it was a long time ago Oh shit, we got a dog in the house. Yeah, there's a dog in the background. I don't Let's know if you got go. anti-dog canceling, woof, but woof. No, I'm I'm gonna bring it up. We'll I'll yeah, make your dog more, put more barks in there. Your dog's third mic on the show. Uh <laughs> let's see. Um I'll read this one from Salima B. It says three stars. Great background, location, and variety of plays. I have been going here since I was in elementary school, and I can't resist uh drama a good drama sorry so uh apparently this person cannot resist a good drama <laughs> but it only is like three stars like that's pretty harsh it sounds like she enjoys it i don't know rude interesting 
Well, that's the Omaha Community Playhouse. Um, let's move on to Ice Pack Games. Now, this is in Baltimore, Maryland, and I found this today, and I don't know what it is. So uh, <laughs> I wrote in bold underneath it, this one is insane because it is. Uh, it's listed as a game store, but the photo makes it look like a just an apartment, like a row house in Baltimore in a pretty rundown looking neighborhood because lots and lots of windows are all boarded up and and stuff. So don't know. Looks kind of seedy to me, but whatever. Uh, there are a few reviews on here, and um, I'm just going to start off with this one from Greg McLeod. And I'm going to I noted to check out all these people's profiles, but we're going to let's read the reviews on here before we do that. So Greg McLeod says five stars. They say you should try Water Girl and Fireboy at least once. So I came to HUD Games. What a great game. Uh, <laughs> so I've never heard of any of those things. Yep, like, no, all, uh, all that so is like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, all that's complete, complete. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, and what's HUD Games? It's called, supposed to be called Ice Pack. Yeah, games. it's like not the name of the, the store or anything like that. Don't know what Water Boy and Fire Girl is or <laughs> other way around. Water girl and fire boy. Uh, do you want to take maybe this next review will clear it up? Do you want to take this this one from Derek Richards Nolan Richardson Nolan? Yeah, Derek says five stars. Absolutely hated it the entire way. <laughs> Much more difficult than most other games on here. Good job. Five out of five. Riddle School on RiddleSchoolGame.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> So they're all losing me here. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Another completely different, uh, just a different website. Don't, don't know why you would give five <laughs> stars to something that you said you absolutely hated. So, uh, it feels like a sarcastic review, like absolutely hated it the entire way. Much more difficult than the other games on here. Frowny face. Good job. I don't, it sounds sarcastic, but they left it five stars. So, uh, it, yeah. it's, it's lost on me, I guess. It's, I don't understand. It's that. really weird. Keith, do you want to take this one from Captain Quiet? Yeah, Captain Quiet spelled Q-U-Y uh, weird E-T. I, 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 I don't know what that it's is. It's like an E with a tilde. Uh, e with a tilde on it. Um, it was five stars 11 months ago. It would be an awesome game, but can't go to Act 6. It is Vex on HUD, HUD games. What the fuck are these people talking about? Like, I don't... So I, I'm what the fuck is HUD games? I'm almost <laughs> I'm I'm like very close to being certain that Ice Pack Games is a uh like game developer for, that makes like flash games and puts it on uh put puts it on different like websites or whatever. Like HUD <laughs> games. Yeah. But searching Ice Pack Games it brings me to this Facebook page, but also has a link to the website, so I'll go there. The website is in three different languages, and it's just one paragraph, and none of it is in English, so I have no idea, oh, no idea what it's saying. Also, I just got the hiccups, which is going to be great for a podcast, I'm sure, because oh, I can just switch it to English. I, there are many definitions of what a role play can be. The basis of the role play, however, is that the participants pretend to be someone other than who they are in real life. You thus play a role, which is the origin of the name role play. <laughs> there are many. Oh, my God. Excuse me. 
There are many variations and genres of role-playing games, which makes it easier for you to find something you are really interested in. Role-playing <laughs> game is an opportunity to try to get into someone else's seat, which of course is good for empathetic thinking. It's also a way to vet your imagination in a way that other games cannot really do. This is a description for ice pack games. Never really thought about it that way before. Yes. Never. So it appears to be a blog that's written in Swedish. Uh, and there's only two uh, game, games that they've reviewed. One is South Park, The Stick of Truth. And the other <laughs> is, yes, Svarok. So hmm. there you go. Can we talk about their hours? Yeah, go for it. Because they're open from their hours, they're only open from 12 to 3 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they're closed the rest of the week. And it's also giving me an alert that says today the hours might differ because it's Defender's Day. And what? I had to look up what that was, but apparently Defender's Day is the day after 9 11. What? I mean, that is I what today is, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not related to 9 11, though. It's related to something in the War of 1812. Oh, weird uh oh it's a baltimore specific thing that makes a little more sense i was like why would this be a day that they would be closed yeah okay but it's uh it's the anniversary of the battle of baltimore oh so they have like a big crab festival or something yeah i guess so that because of that they might ice pack games might be closed today so just keep that in mind so yeah it still doesn't really answer any of my questions as to like what these uh reviewers are talking about <laughs> So I liked uh I checked one of the profiles already. That was pretty good. Yeah, which one? I was looking at Derek Richardson's profile. Okay, yeah. So so all of these people have like several hundred hundred reviews. Like 200 for Derek and George or Greg and then 700 for Captain Quiet. <laughs> Do you want to read one from from Derek, Nolan? Yeah, so Derek was the person who who chimed in about riddleschoolgame.com. Mhm. Mm and that seems to be sort of a common theme on their page. In fact, I think I'm trying to get it loaded up here. I think all of their reviews reference the riddleschoolgame.com. Yeah, basically every review from Captain Quiet now mentions this game. Uh, run three unblocked of 88k games. So, but uh, I'm sorry, my my browser got is frozen. Let oh yeah, that's, a, that's another thing that I noticed with these. For whatever reason, when I cl click their profiles, it freezes the Google Maps app. So just a heads up there. I think there might be some kind of weird things going on with with these account with these accounts, but uh don't don't know for Is that sure. A virus or something? I don't think it's a virus. I don't think you can really have a virus on Google Maps. But oh my god, yeah, dude, this you'll is say be... until there's a virus. Keith, I'm sorry, this is gonna be the worst episode ever because I cannot stop hiccuping. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. Oh my god, dude. Uh... Oh, I got the Derek Richardson reviews up. So okay. they have a bunch on GameStop, and they all say, they all say, um, like I love Riddle School on RiddleSchoolGame.com. The balloon level was my favorite. Riddle School on RiddleSchoolGame.com. After the last puzzle in Riddle School on RiddleSchoolGame.com, you would hear the same music used for Learn to Fly too. The Riddle School on RiddleSchoolGame.com is good, but there are cons, few levels. And those are all, they're all on like GameStop and other gaming related places like Games Workshop, Gaming Cafe, Truck Stop Gaming. So, so I went to RiddleSchoolGame.com 
And uh, it is a game, and uh, I'll, I'll read the about portion of it. Uh, Riddle School is an interesting point-and-click and puzzle video game that was created by Jonochrome in 2006. This is the first title in the Riddle School game series. This game is so famous for single, simple gameplay, uh, interesting puzzles, and humorous dialogue. This game revolves around an elementary school student named, uh, named as Phil Eggtree. Phil is sent to a special classroom after teasing another student. There he feels so bored with a no-smart-teacher waste time and wants to escape the classroom. So it seems like like an escape game, kind of, where you're in school and you're trying to get out, which I think we've all had that feeling before at some time in our life, you know? Yeah, I can relate. Being in school and wanting to leave. Uh, uh, we all remember that feeling. So this this move, this game might take you back if you want to go check it out. It's uh, Riddle School at RiddleSchoolGame.com. Yeah. So I think this is like a viral at- marketing attempt, and we just fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I feel like this was just planted so that we would read an ad for RiddleSchoolGame.com on the podcast, and we sure did. We should send them a bell. Like, like send them a bell, guys. Uh, we're not well, like, don't do any free advertising for your show. There's got to be like some somebody who's like in, in charge of marketing for a bunch of flash games, uh, because yeah, that's 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 basically what this Greg McLeod guy is. He's like, he reviewed Redbox <laughs> in Victoria, Texas, and so said five stars i don't think people come to hud games just to play bob the runner and hud games only don't really know what that is but if we go to hud games hud games it's a looks like it's a uh i have no idea what this is actually oh my i like the one on walmart supercenter in texas that says truly bob the robber on hud games has great graphics bob the runner on hud these are like flash games i'm on hud games right now it says free online games. HUD games, a, hu- a huge world of all the most interesting platform games where gamers have a chance to immerse themselves deeply in hundreds of godly or sorry, goldly game, goldy games. <laughs> all of them are awesome <laughs> platform games that are selected carefully by the admin team of HUD games who have many years of experience in the flash gaming field. So the thing I really admire about this is that every there's like hundreds of these reviews that I guess are just ads, but they're all different. Like, yeah, they, they, cause I guess if they copy pasted the same thing, maybe they'd get banned then. So they put a lot of effort into putting a completely unique comment. This one on gamers core says, uh, Fireboy and water girl on HUD games makes me sad because I have no friend to play with. Oh, that's so sad. That is sad. I wish I had friends to play games with. I like the yeah. I like the name of this this place that that Greg McLeod reviewed called Joystick Game Lounge in Urbandale, Iowa. And uh, it's five stars. The HUD Games website is great. Playing games on it is very smooth, especially Bob Bob the Runner on HUD Games. So uh, yeah, Bob the Runner is a big one. <laughs> every single he has a. Re- he- he has a review of Redbox too. Did you guys? Oh, see Oh yeah, that? I already read the. I know, the Red... I know you're you're a big fan of Redbox reviews. So. Yeah, I, well, I read the Redbox one. Oh, okay, uh, never you might not have heard because I hiccuped in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... I like this one for Best Buy that says I'm in love with Bob the Robber on HUD games, especially when I get to play it on HUD games. Different experiences for sure. So it's important you play the game on the HUD games site for a better experience. He uh, he reviewed a place called um, <clears throat> the Children's Heaven, which uh, apparently is a video game store. Which I, I mean, any video game store is a children's heaven, but this one is named that. Uh, he says, "Guys, no jokes. 
but the version of Bob the Robber on HUD games is way better than any one other one I've tried. <laughs> no jokes. <laughs> it's really trying no to joke. direct traffic to the HUD games website. Yeah. I think oh, Greg- yeah, I just scrolled way back. I scrolled way back to 11 months ago on Greg's profile, and he used to be promoting a site called 88K Games. Well, that's what Captain Quiet's doing now. Oh, but then Greg moved on to HUD games, but Captain Quiet's still going for 88K games. Well, Captain Quiet changed from HUD games to 88K games, so... Oh, so they just sw- they just switched. They got well, each other's they, job. They were both doing HUD games on on Ice Pack games, but uh, for whatever oh. reason, they switched, or Captain Quiet switched over to 88K games recently. This seems so. like a good gig. How do you get the, the job where you just go around and well, post like, this stuff? How the fuck? It can't be lucrative, right? Like, we're <laughs> the only people ever to have seen these reviews. Like, I, I'm not like, convinced that... What, what, what was that, Keith? I, I, I feel like he uh, is putting a lot of work into this, too. Like, he, it's not like he's copy-pasting reviews from, like, one place to another, which would be, like, the most efficient way, I feel like, to do something like this is just to take one post and then copy it to another gaming location to advertise for hug games but every single review is different so he's putting like a lot of thought into each one of these Uh, reviews like they're all different the scam uh, verbiage the scam for this goes pretty deep too i'm looking at the photos for captain quiet and he's got a bunch of photos on some like like iconic places around the world uh like hollywood palladium he's got like the hollywood sign and everything like and they're just like stock photos yeah yeah, clearly like professional slash stock photos of like all of these different world locations uh and it's like like is this to like make the make this account seem real because it does the opposite for me dude okay i just looked in his photos have seven hundred thousand total views which is ridiculous so so they do the scam by making but they they're like become a respected member of the Google Maps community in the photos department. So then they can, they can just go wild up promoting, uh, riddle school games or 33, 88k games or HUD games. This is the most insane, insane thing in the world to me. I have no idea why this is a, a real thing. Well, I'd like to think, since they're all within the last year, I'd like to think that it was started by people who are aware of our podcast and specifically tried to get free advertising for their gaming sites on our podcast. And if so, it was a huge success. Oh, good play. Good play to 88K HUD games and Riddle Riddle School games. Yeah, Uh, except the the thing they didn't count on was that during the entire promo, Jack was hiccuping the whole time. Oh my god! (laughs) <laughs> well, well, jo- well, jokes on you guys. I haven't been really paying attention. I've been playing uh, uh, HUD games, <laughs> Bob, the, Bob the Robber. Damn, not- and uh, I, uh, I accidentally read some information about Bob the Robber un- unlocked on Twitter by HUD games and tried this game. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everybody, email us and tell us what your favorite. Tell us what your favorite game on HUD games is. Oh my god. And why why you like to ex- exclusively play that game on HUD Games website? Yeah, I personally, I I prefer it because it's a smoother and more enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a bunch of listener reviews to get through. Do you want to? Let's do these. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So I'm not sure if we're gonna get through everybody's, but uh, if we don't, we'll re- 
or read them on the next one. And by read, I mean, hopefully I will not have the fucking hiccups next week, but we'll, we'll see about it. I hope you do. I hope this is like a continuing oh thing my for God. every single episode. I like, I don't know what it is, but every time, like as an adult, like getting the hiccups, they last for like two hours for me. So this is going to be fun. Um, I, I love it. It's like you're adding like uh, like hip hop ad libs to the podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's a bit of a remix. <laughs> this is one star remix. Yeah, abs- chopped and screwed. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's get it. DJ Screw style. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So this this comes. These reviews come from Jonathan, and it's for it looks like a product on Amazon.com called the Egg Cuber. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, and Keith and Nolan, I don't know if you're like, also my man, Jonathan, you need to charge your phone, brother. You got a, you got one, 1% battery life. Uh, plug that thing in. Oh, uh, this thing looks awesome. He, it's, he, it, it makes your eggs cube. Why would you, <laughs> why, why would you want this? It looks so unnatural. Yeah. He, so it looks like my eggs are fine. Just the normal shape. Why do I need to, why do they need to be cubed? Well, I, I'm curious as like how this thing works because it, it seems like you're supposed to hard boil your eggs. Right. And you like crack them into this container. That's like, like square. Then do you like put that in boiling water? Because this looks like plastic. I don't know if that would hold up very well to like boiling water. Ugh, I'm gotta, not sure. See this. It's got like a round, part at the top and then a, a square base so you put the round egg at the top and then through magic it it makes the egg uh, cubed yeah i don't oh maybe you uh, maybe you hard boil the egg and then stick it in there like that would probably make, that sense. Might make more sense yeah that just seems so so strange like i don't know why like you're like oh, yeah i want to make my eggs look like ice cubes so <laughs> yeah make a, i, I want to make an egg i want to make an egg cocktail yeah that's what i was gonna, I was gonna go for <laughs> Yeah, I want to make my eggs a garnish on my cocktail with a uh, milk in it and uh, what's something else that's gross? Uh, uh, I don't know, milk, tequila, and uh, uh, diet Pepsi. God damn it! That's not, that, that sounds that sounds delicious. <laughs> okay, let's go with uh, oh, Jose, Jose Rosario LLC, which is I I I, I can I can say this one, Jack. Go for uh, it. So three stars, too complicated for me. Not the great experience with it. It's a fancy thing you can try a couple times, like once every two years. <laughs> <laughs> Only once every two years can you cube your eggs. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, that's coming up for Jose because uh, he left he left this review in October 2018. So two years, like that'll be next month. So he'll yeah, start he's he'll about to... ready to cube an egg again. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that that's how long it takes to cube the egg, which is why you can only use use it every two years. It's been cubing since since 2018. His egg has been in the cubing process. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this thing's kind of slow. It takes two years to cube one egg. <laughs> he's gonna have. He, it's like those uh, those flowers that only bloom like every like two years two or three years or something like oh, that an orchid and he's doing it for, for for like eggs he's gonna have like people over at his house outside of course for social distancing just to see like the this the cubed eggs yeah that would be so cool <laughs> oh my god um okay the next review comes from yorkshire lass who gives it five stars and says round egg in a square hole 
And just so you know, this person did come, this review does come from the United Kingdom. So she, the Yorkshire lass is apt. Uh, and they say, yeah, a round egg in a square hole. Had one of those, these over 34 years ago. And my, Jesus then, Christ. My, I didn't know that, like, had that, these existed for that long. That's so strange to me. My then, yeah, very, the demand like for a square egg. Yeah, modern eggs. <laughs> Damn, I love my modern eggs. Um, my then. <laughs> My then very young children and their friends loved egg sandwiches, egg sandwiches made this way. I cannot wait to see their faces when they find one in their Christmas stockings this year and can introduce their own (laughs) children to the fun of, quote, quote, square eggs. Uh, And (laughs) 10 people found that helpful. So Jesus Christ. What, 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 I'm, I'm trying to like what do these egg sandwiches look like that have yeah. square eggs on them normally like for an egg sandwich you like smash up the egg right I, yeah or like, like why, why, would, why would they be square because like it's not that big it's not like big enough that it'll be the size of like a slice of bread is it well, you, you also have to take into account that it comes from great britain which is the, the uh basically the, like hell on earth for food so yeah, <laughs> yeah i do knows <laughs> Um, well, I just like that this person is reviewing a product that is available now based on their memory of the product 34 years earlier. Like that, like they don't even have to see it. They'll just be like, yeah, it probably hasn't changed in 34 years. It's still a five star. How'd they verify the purchase if it was, it was purchased 34 years ago? I don't yeah, right. <laughs> it's a complex <laughs> verification system. Wow, this is a, just a new wrinkle being thrown into this episode. Would be hiccuping the entire fucking time. <laughs> It's, I just think of it as a running gag. It's like uh, it's oh, it, whenever I have the hiccups, it reminds me of that that uh, Calvin and Hobbes strip where where Calvin tell or Hobbes tells Calvin to uh, take a drink of water from the far side of the glass, and then he spills yeah, a bunch yeah. of water all over his shirt. Uh, pretty classic joke. Um, you should try it. I just tried it. Yeah, try, try it right now. Uh, hold on. <laughs> oh, I just got water all over my shirt. I actually, did that's really stupid. That was, a, that was a gag for one star TV viewers. Yeah, for the for, for the video. Um Nolan, you want to read Bill Wise's review? Yeah, he is wise, so he knows what he's talking about. Uh five stars. It is a great gift for grandchildren. Interesting. Uh uh Keith, you want to read Omar Roberts? Sure. It's uh one star, just a gimmick. This is a verified purchase, by the way. Uh this did do as I expected it to do from the description. It makes the egg, egg more of an oval rather than a square. That's false advertising. I, I'm going to sue the shit out of these guys. If my eggs aren't perfectly cubed, I want a full refund and damages back for that shit, man. Oh, my God. That's so fucking crazy. Why the fuck does this thing exist? Uh, oh, oh, God. Uh <laughs> Sandy E gives it four stars and says four stars. Verified purchase May 19, 2017. It did what I expected it to do. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the only people that are like enthusiastic about the egg cuber are the people who are giving it to other people as yeah. gifts. Or people like it doesn't seem like there's anybody who's passionate about it themselves. Yeah, people are like, it's okay. I guess it did what it said. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um there's a couple, there's two more emails that Jonathan sent us about the egg cuber. Oh, good. We're not done. Uh, but we'll, we'll read those on the next episode. Uh, 
Just because yes, we got more egg cuber content next week. I love that. I love the egg cube. I'm gonna go buy seven of them. I want I want I want a cube as many as possible at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well you well you actually need to buy two years worth of them. Yeah. Since it, it takes That's two fair. years yeah, to Yeah, one cube for every egg. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be what, three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> times two plus one yeah. accounting for leap years. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna do the math because I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm not either because I don't know how it's to like do math. Seven hundred something. We, it's got to be around there somewhere, right? Yeah, something like that. Hey, we got another email here from our friend John, uh, and his subject says "Hey," and the description says "Hey, talk about the 2004 Detroit Pist- Detroit Pistons." Um, so there's a couple things I want to say. Uh, first is the 2003 to 2004 NBA season was the 63rd season for the Pistons, the 56th of the National Basketball Association, and the 47th in the Detroit area. Despite a solid last season, <laughs> year last season, the Pistons received the second overall pick in the 2003 nba draft which they obtained uh from the memphis grizzlies they selected darko milicic i don't that's how i hope that's how it's pronounced uh, as milicic as their uh top pick but only used him as reserve as he played limited minutes off the bench he would later be regarded as one of the most infamous infamous busts in the history of the nba draft uh well, you got anything to say about this uh, about this season, Nolan? I I mean, I got some things about some of the players. If if you want to go into that, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I think you're you're spot on. I don't I don't dispute any of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think Larry Brown, the the coach uh, who's who's from North Carolina, I think that he uh, was born on September fourteenth, nineteen forty, and is an American <laughs> former basketball coach and player who is most recently the head coach for o- Oxilimo Torino of the Italian. Alega basket Serie A parentheses LBA and the Euro Cup basketball. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue there. Yeah, but I, I, did I you actually, guys go for it, Nolan? Did you Did you guys know in the finals the Pistons would pull off one of the greatest upsets in NBA history by defeating the heavily favored Los Angeles Lakers four games to one, winning their third overall championship and first since 1990. Chauncey Billups was named the finals MVP. Yep. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, I think I, I heard something about that. Yeah, that that's like the big thing I actually remember that I wasn't just, you know, reading the first sentence off the Wikipedia page from. <laughs> yeah, ne- yeah, neither was I. I was not reading the Wikipedia page there. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, Chauncey Billups is a all-time great, awesome basketball player. Uh, who, who, we got Rip Torn in here, so... <laughs> Rip Torn, uh, yeah. <laughs> not Rip Hamilton, Rip Torn. Uh, who else was on the team? Uh, ben Wallace. Yeah, Rip Hamilton fam- famously said in the locker room before uh, game five, if you can dodge a basketball, you can dodge a, 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 an NBA Finals championship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't forget about uh, a point guard, Mike James. Like His performance in the finals uh, really... Pushed uh, pushed the Pistons uh, across that threshold and uh, got them to beat the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, and that's all I have to really say about I've it. Actually, no, I've actually thought about him every single day for the last sixteen years. Oh, I've never forgot about him. Yeah, Mike James, he's a great guy. Uh, Keith Nolan, you got any more thoughts about the, the Detroit Pistons from the two thousand four specifically? Um, I just still like how Ben Wallace is really into RC cars. <laughs> I'm reading about that right now on RC Car Digest or something. RC Car Magazine. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I like that his brother Rashid Wallace was also on the team. So, oh, 
So there you go. Yeah, they grew up racing those cars together. Yep, they. they oh were... yeah, he actually says here. There's a couple other guys in the NBA that are really into RC. Rasheed Wallace is one. Wait, really? Yeah, it says Rasheed <laughs> Wallace is also into RC cars. Are they? They're not related, are they? I don't think so. I, no. I was gonna say. I think they just have the same same last name, but. Oh, I like this quote. I'm more nervous racing in a big RC race than I am in any basketball game. RC <laughs> oh racing God. is new to me. One bad turn and you can take yourself out. All it takes is one bad mistake and you're done. I'm into every RC class, but I'm best at electric on-road touring car racing. <laughs> One-eighth scale on-road is top dog to me. You know what? Sometimes after a hard basketball game, you got to go home and just play with your toys. Uh, watch them go around the track and see if you can uh, w- w- win the race against. Well, kind of sounds like it's NBA's the opposite finest. for him. For the opposite for him, it's more like uh, after a hard day on the RC car track, you got to go relax by playing some professional basketball. Uh, I okay. So like NBA players are like some of the biggest nerds in professional sports because you also have that that video of uh, the. Sp- the I was at the 2000 maybe the 2001 Spurs uh playoff team just like playing StarCraft in their uh in, in their hotel room. Do you remember? Yeah, Tim Duncan is cool. I, Tim Duncan when he first came into the league, he wanted people to call him uh Merlin. Oh yeah. I don't think that really stuck though. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. But Tim Duncan's one of the one of the longest playing basketball players of all time. So there you go. So maybe also wait, proud Wake Forest alum. Shout out to the absolutely Demon Deacons, big yeah. shots of the Demon Deacons. But yeah, no, I I just love that the uh, that little screenshot of the the admiral uh, saying uh, "Yeah, baby" in uh, the StarCraft chat. Chat. Uh, yeah, it's good. Pretty good. Um, okay, I think that's all we have to say about the 2004 Detroit Pistons. We got a lot of mileage out of that one this week. Yeah. So we're gonna go up here to. Uh, from uh, this review from the legged one he's they've got a couple that they sent to us it says confused reviews of hp garage which that sounds like a uh hewlett packard like a uh, uh factory where they make cars so it says found yeah. some people going to hewlett packard garage page to complain about modern hp printers enjoy okay so here's one uh oh Oh, God damn it. Keith, you want to read this one? (laughs) I'm loving this. (laughs) Do you want to read this one from David Lee, Keith? Yes, I will. Uh, uh, Oh, boy. Uh, One star 10 months ago. I would give zero star if I could. They refused the let me print a black and white document after I spent $50 to replace black ink. I don't know why you'd want black and white game. Just, just personal preference, but um, uh, they, they they continue. They ask me to spend one hundred fifty dollars more of color ink before I can print black and white documents. Why? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I would give zero stars if I could, if I could, if they wouldn't let me print in black and white. But I mean, yeah, I don't know why you uh, like colors? Where is that? If it's really the theme of this episode, I don't know yeah, that was the problem with all that. when they made all on their waterfront. They only had a they only had a, a black and a white black printer. and white HP printer. <laughs> well, it sounds like the David Lee could use that printer, uh, but uh, what's up, Nolan? Can we talk about what this place is? Because it's a it's like a historical house, mm-hmm. and it's called the Hewlett Packard <laughs> Garage because it's the garage. The garage of the house is where Hewlett Packard was founded. 
Oh, and so okay. The, so these guys are complaining about like their printer running out of ink at like this like <laughs> historical site. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, yeah, Do you I, think I, HP I, monitors these reviews at the Hewitt Packard garage? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I bet you the Hewlett Packard uh, Historical Society has to uh, has to manage those. But right, I, Jack, I, did we get a bell? Did we get a bell on that last one? Oh no! Hang on. Thank you. Um, real quick though, I, I like to the the mental image that this guy's printer has a slot that you have to deposit one hundred and fifty dollars into before it will let you uh, <laughs> print black and white. <laughs> 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 you can't just open up the printer and take the money back out after yeah. you put it in. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into like a secure, like bulletproof box that the HP people like have to come by your house and collect. <laughs> yeah. You have to do that once a month. Otherwise it won't print in black and white. Yeah. Or they should, there should be a thing. There should be a thing that's like fiber optic cable, but for like, for like paper money. And it like, you could, you like put the bill into, into like the that's, slot and then it just makes it travel over to That's the just line, a mnemonic know? tube. Yeah, kind of like at the bank, right? They yeah. need the things at the bank, but with, but like in everyone's house. Okay. Well, I think in like the Netherlands, they have something like that. Like that's how they deliver Do- mail. Oh, really? Because the thing is, you can you can deposit a check by taking a, a photo of it now, but you can't deposit cash by taking a photo of it. <laughs> You're taking a photo of the cash? Like, I'd like to deposit this in my checking account. Yeah, and I'll be just like, okay, cool. And then you do it again, and you're like, I promise this is a new one. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still spend the other one, the old one, too? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah double I don't your- see any problems with that. I think that that's... These are just... You know, there's going to be naysayers, but these are the kind of bold technological solutions that we need in the 21st century. Very true. true. No, Nolan, do you want to read this one from Stephen Taylor? It's not Stephen Tyler, yeah. by the way. Not the Aerosmith guy. Uh, one star. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny to see this review on something that's labeled as a historical landmark. Yeah. <laughs> He says, uh, one star, ordered a HP OfficeJet Pro 8710. <laughs> as soon as I installed the cartridges, I was prompted to remove and reinstall. I did so, following the prompts and diagrams to the letter. It then said the cartridges needed to be replaced. I tried calling HP customer service, only to discover that HP literally has no customer service line to call. Just oh, a robot fuck? answering machine that prompts you to go to their website for technical support questions. I did so and attempted to navigate all of the canned responses and FAQs, which was an incredible waste of time and none of as none of the troubleshooting solutions addressed the problem I had. I am left scratching my head with an expensive printer that I just bought, have never used, that doesn't work, with no recourse or help from the company that made it. HP apparently does not stand behind their own products. I guess this is what happens when a big company grows beyond the need for customer satisfaction. Customer service and company integrity fall by the wayside. <laughs> I'm a very unhappy customer. Oh my gosh. Talk about There's a no waste company of time. integrity anymore. Talk about a waste of time. It's the waste of time is posting this shit at the Hewitt Packard, Hewitt Packard, Packard garage. I don't understand why he's posting this shit here. Like, why? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe they just live really close to it and they typed in Hewlett Packard and it was the first thing that came up. Uh, I'm loving this next review. This one's from Jorge Paca. 
who says two stars and just says Hewlett Packard. And uh, it, it, he included a photo of himself kind of just like leaning up <laughs> next to the next to the sign. With his, it, he's looking good. He, dude, I love his pose. So he's got like one hand on the sign that says "Birthplace of Silicon Valley," and then his other <laughs> hand is like partially in his jean pocket, with his uh, one leg crossed like across the other one, and it almost looks like his face is like blurred out. But I just think it's just a low resolution photo, um, or uh, just like on my like like two K monitor or whatever. So. Uh, but the, he's wearing a cool bomber jacket too, which is pretty tight. Looking like a boss. Uh, he's wearing like uh, brown leather shoes. Uh, yeah. I, I hope I hope he used this as like a uh, dating site picture because he's smiling. He looks he looks great. Yeah. Yeah. He looks including good. the plaque that says "Birthplace of Silicon Valley." I hope that's on his dating profile. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He like invented Silicon Valley. That's what he tries to like say on dating dating sites or whatever. Yeah. He looks pretty proud to be there. I'm surprised it's only two stars, but yeah, maybe it didn't meet his expectations. What can you say? It happened. Okay, so we're not, our next review is to be a two from Darren. And this first one says, oh, the Joker at Valley Fair. <laughs> so, uh, Keith, do you want to read this one from John Smith? Oh, boy. Uh, an anonymous uh, poster. Let's see here. Um, <clears throat> uh, they gave it one star two years ago. Uh, really quick, i just like I, to, to point out the user does have an anime profile pic as well. So, Anime alert, anime alert. I know you're an anime head. Do you know which one that's from? Uh, it's like Pokemon. I actually, <laughs> it's Yu-Gi-Oh. I actually don't know. I, I, it's not, not does not look familiar to me. It might be a Tales of game actually, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Well, what an anime head you are. Uh, one star. I <laughs> oh uh, tried to enter the park today, dressed as Joker. Uh, is that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and was. T- and was told after having gone through security that I would have to take off the face paint to get in. One, what do you guys do on Halloween? Do you really not let anyone in the park with a mask or makeup? Two, I could have just as easily shown up wearing the clothes, wearing the clothes, and then had the face painter do my makeup for me, and then boom, Joker at Valley Fair. Oh my God. Three, do you realize free advertising and sales you just passed up? <laughs> People may have actually bought the. Sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Uh, people may have actually bought their roller coaster pictures for the first time in years to get a shot with me. <laughs> I mean, that, that how much is attention... a good point. <laughs> like, I could yeah, definitely I really see think of it that way. somebody like being like, "Oh my god, the Joker's on my on my roller roller coaster." <laughs> so this is from two years ago. So this is probably the Jared Leto era Joker as well, right? Either that or yeah, uh, it's got to be. Could be. Yeah. It could be Heath Ledger. With how much attention I get dressed like this, there would be that there would have been likely over a thousand people posting how they saw the Joker at Valley Fair and are glad they decided to go there instead of the State Fair. <laughs> Four, they continue. Had I caused any mischief in my quote concealed identity, I think I would have been pretty easy to pick out of a crowd. Five, why do you discriminate against supervillains? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> bro the supervillains are the most marginalized group in the country oh. um <laughs> we need a supervillain disney princess uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they continue 
We like to have fun, too. Also, the prices have gotten out of control. The reentry policy is ridiculous and obviously designed to make it more difficult to show up with provisions there are thereby forcing customers to purchase more food and lockers and the food selection needs a serious overhaul when carnivals are doing a better job of catering to specialty diets than your static fortress that means it's time to step up your game damn damn he's really John going Smith in put, these, put the valley fair on roast like I, I i have nothing to rebut for that it's i mean yeah wow it sounds like they really hate the Joker over there in Vanity Fair, Minneapolis. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you're, well, I, I do too. Uh, like everybody hates the Joker. That dude loves crime. Yeah. I don't know how you can uh, justify his actions and let him inside of the Valley Fair amusement park. That guy says, "How about a trick?" And then he like bashes your head into the to the table with a with a pencil on it or something. Yeah, after seeing that, I wouldn't let that guy in a Walmart, let alone a Valley Fair. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many different things that he could cause shenanigans on, like turning the brakes off of a roller coaster. So it goes like roller coaster tycoon style and like launches off and kills a ton of people. Uh, yeah, but yeah, at the same you... time, even if that happened, think about all the free advertising and sales. That's true. <laughs> uh, even if there is a terrorist attack on the Valley Fair, think of all the sales they would get out of it. Exactly. A lot of sales. A lot of sales of roller coaster pictures. I, I just love that like a good third of this review is about how bad the food is at, at this amusement park. When I don't think I've ever had good f- food at an amusement park before. I mean, come on. You've never had a good funnel cake like that makes you leave your body that it's so good. Like I've had I, I've I, had funnel cakes that make me have diarrhea nearly immediately at, a, at amusement, amusement parks before. They've got Panda that's Express a, that's there. What'd you say? Nolan? They got a Panda Express at this place. That's good food. Yeah, that's uh, food. <laughs> yeah, Panda Express cakes. is authentic Chinese cuisine. I don't know what they... What, what, yeah, what what the fuck? I mean, I've never seen an, a fast food restaurant in this place. They got a Cinnabon in here, too. The, this place has great food. I don't know what the fuck this dude's to- talking about. Yeah, this place has yeah, it all. Yeah, it's like I'm going to an airport, but it's an amusement park. Yeah, and roller coasters. But there's a, a roller coasters I can stand in line for 45 minutes for, so I can sit in another thing for two two minutes and pass out. Which also brings us into our next review. This one says Steve wants his money back after fainting on a roller coaster. Oh, uh, no, you want to read this one? Yeah, this is from Steve uh, Inman, who says one star. We'll never go back again. Was there maybe an hour or so and couldn't enjoy myself. When I did try by riding a roller coaster, I ended up passing out and getting hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not only when I called to ask if I could get a refund, did I feel insulted by the staff, but never got a call back from anyone who was, quote, supposed to be calling me. All but gave up on getting anything back, but I would save your money for something better where they have more than 10 non-water rides open. <laughs> so <laughs> throws in kind of a parting shot at the end there at their at their non-water rides. Yeah, so it sounds like he went on a, like a day where they had a lot of their Soak City rides open, but not a lot of the uh, uh, Va- Valley Fair uh, thing. I, keep, I think I kept calling this place Vanity Fair, so that's a magazine. So there you go. That is in a magazine, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This guy seems like he doesn't like roller or amusement parks, so I don't know why he went. So, 
let's see. Thank you, Darren, for those reviews. Uh, oh, wait, I forgot one here from Zach. Uh, oh, for Capcom. Yeah, so one star reviews says, yo, Capcom USA has some of the most hilarious reviews regarding their Fran- San Francisco location. Peace, Zach. So let's check the, these ones out. Um, I'll read this one from Daniel Padula. Uh, Daniel says four stars. I think it would be epic if a free roam was added to Resident Evil 3 remake to allow us to explore Raccoon City. <laughs> and I also think it would be epic to add the un... Oh, I think this one is just not the whole review. <laughs> but just just like <laughs> making suggestions for games and games that are already released. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh Nolan, you want to read the next two, Vulcan S and then whatever the other one is? Yeah, Vulcan says one star. We'll earn five stars once they add Lagiacris to world. What is that? What? I don't know. What th- uh, What's up? Lagiacris? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's from Monster um, Hunter. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, world is Monster, Hunt- Monster Hunter world. Um, Keith, were you trying to say something? No, I, I'm glad you didn't pick me to read that review because I had no idea how to pronounce that word. Lagriacus. Yeah. The other one also seems to be a partial review, so we'll do the next one here. Um, it looks like uh, we got this one from Murat Akatas. It says, five star Street Fighter 3 Third Strike Google Play. Please do it. Don't know what that, that means. <laughs> he wants him to put it on Google Play so he can play it on his Android phone. I like half of these fucking reviews are about like asking Capcom if they're going to re- like remaster different Resident Evil games. Uh, like th- that's what happens when you remaster any Resident Evil game. They're like, well, when's the next one coming out? Just keep remastering the old stuff. That's what we love. Yeah, I mean, like that's that you're I mean, kind of joking, but like that's true. Gamers, when you give them an inch, they they take a mile. They're like. Persona 4 Golden gets gets ported to the PC and they're like, when is 3, 5, 1, and 2 going to get ported? Huh? <laughs> Atlas. It's like, chill out, dude. It's like, why is it 5 These gamers on the are Switch? so entitled. Yeah, it's like, chill out, dude. How much you appreciate what you like? Uh, Keith, you want to read this one from James Huther? It's the next, uh, the last thing on here. Yeah, five stars. Are you going to release Dead Rising 3 on PS4? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played dead rising i have I, never played it no it's like um Shaun of the dead where it's uh it takes place in a mall i guess that might be dawn of the dead too i've never seen that movie uh but i have seen Shaun of the dead <laughs> and uh basically you just kill a bunch of zombies in a mall so uh but yeah it's i think it came out on the ps3 so i don't know why they would release it on the ps4 so i don't know whatever uh, but Capcom USA does seem very funny. I think we should, I'll check them out for another thing. Thank you, Zach, for those reviews. Um, let's see. Maxwell uh, gave us some reviews here and uh, says, hey, one star boys. I rounded up some more reviews from various places around town and took a dive into one of my favorite subreddits, our real OnlyFans reviews. <laughs> Love the pod. I hope oh, y'all boy. enjoy it. Oh, thanks, Max. Um Okay, what are we going to do here? There's lots and lots of reviews, so I don't think we'll get through all of these. But uh, I'm, I'm. do you want to read this R Real OnlyFans reviews thing from X Taylor JX? Uh, yeah, what? there's a lot of info here. Where do I yeah. start? 
Um, does anybody does anybody know like the OnlyFans thing surrounding by surrounded by Sierra Sky? Like, I don't really understand that stuff because I, I I I don't follow people on OnlyFans, but I know like she's been in the news. Surrounded by who? Oh, is this something that is this like a like a thing like a news story that's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't pay attention to uh, OnlyFans drama. Yeah, I have, I'm. Uh, maybe I could provide more insight if I did. I'm, I apologize. I think I might have OnlyFans muted on my Twitter because I don't ever see anything that has to do with OnlyFans. Um, That's really smart. I'm going to do that now. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you'll you're you're gonna like end up accidentally muting a bunch of like irony accounts that are like Jeff Bezos OnlyFans or whatever. And that's funny. Uh, you can't miss that stuff. Yeah, you can't. You, you exactly. got to see their content. Um, yeah. So OnlyFans, is this like a service for like like NFL fans or what are we dealing with? <laughs> yeah, here? it's for OnlyFans of whatever team. Um, yeah, it's like an ESPN kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking at this one for X Taylor JX uh, right here. And I'll, I'll just read up to overview and then Nolan, if you want to take over for overview. You see what I'm oh. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so this guy kind of, this user on our real OnlyFans reviews kind of splits this out into a couple different sections and says, uh, type UK, blonde, bimbo, price, 15 USD, content, 687 photos, 374 videos. Most are between 30 seconds and two minutes. A lot of solo content, but has some boy slash girl videos too. Uploads and DMs new content several times a day. I don't... Do either of you know how OnlyFans like works? Because I've never used it. Do like it's my it's my understanding that it's basically just like uh, porn sites just for like specific porn uh, stars or, or something like that. Well, like I'm I could, I could be wrong. It's sex workers is I guess is more the, the is it like Patreon? Page. Is it like a Patreon type of a situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind kind of, but for explicit explicit expletive content well, i guess it, I it looks to it seems to me more like it's instagram but for porno and like anybody can be on it uh or at least that's what this like like summary kind of makes it sound. but to, like the people on there like a dm their subscribers new content like because that's what i don't understand uploads in dms <laughs> like that that sounds really awkward like i don't want to be like dm'd you know a, a nude photo from somebody that i'm paying money to like get that like i would rather you ignore that i exist uh, <laughs> not, not not everybody feels that I, way. Apparently. I guess I would not want to be. Yes, please don't that way. please don't acknowledge the fact that I'm paying for this service. I would much rather prefer that than yeah. you sending me. Oh, thanks for subscribing. Yeah, please uh, do here's not, a tit pick. Yeah, please do not DM me if I'm doing this. It's because I'm very ashamed about it, and I know that might be like <laughs> sex negative or whatever. But that's just like I like I don't care. People can do whatever, but that's just me. Like I'm not. I don't want that kind of interaction. I want to be able to share on Facebook who I'm supporting on this website. <laughs> Make sure my grandma's in the loop about my favorite uh, OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says paid content. She has a handful of longer videos for sale, usually between $10 and $20. So I guess you can make long videos and, and sell those on top of the monthly subscription. Um, and it, Like, I guess I don't, I guess I just don't understand these guys' mindset, but like, there there's a lot of stuff on the internet that doesn't you don't have to pay an additional 10 to 20 dollars for like what is it when you where you sit down to do whatever you're going to do on this website and you're like i specifically need this longer video that costs 20 dollars to 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 for this experience yeah like, i mean maybe it's like these like, guys are very picky <laughs> maybe it's like more intimate or something i don't know man I, it's it's not from yeah maybe 
maybe it's just like acknowledgement, like it, it, like the fact that they uh, see you as a person that is actually helping them out rather than just like uh, the multitude of people who go on just a normal site like Pornhub. I I, I don't yeah. get it, but yeah, that's a good well, point. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to shame people. Like I don't want to. Uh, if th- if this is your thing, paying for uh, uh, stuff that you can get for free online elsewhere, uh, that's more power to you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I I don't care. It's just it's just not for me. It's like <laughs> like I'll not for me either. I'll continue doing what I'm doing, and uh, you know, I'll let these other these people do what they're doing as well. Um, anyway, so it goes on and says spam minimal. She runs games slash deals slash sales slash. And this is really throwing me uh, cock ratings almost daily, but <laughs> but typically only in DMs and never more than one or two posts a day. Uh, no, oh, one that's wanted... spam. So that's the stuff that he doesn't want. Why would that's the other like, why? Why am I paying for something that I don't want? Whatever. You know, people are going to do what they want. They're going to do their they're going to go crazy on their thing. And uh, like, that's that's I just have to accept that. So. Uh, yeah that's cool Nolan you want to read the overview part here yeah I feel like this is where he really gets into the detail (laughs) (laughs) adopt the appropriate voice for this one this is hands down the best page I have subscribed to she is constantly horny and talking about sucking and fucking she masturbates frequently both vaginal and anal and has no issues showing off in public she is the ultimate embodiment of the word bimbo, and she is very proud of that fact. The quarantine has prevented her from making new boy-girl content, but she has plenty of solo content to keep you entertained. Oh, my God. You want me to read the score? Yeah, read the score. Go ahead. Yeah, score, 9 out of 10. I would prefer some longer videos, but I really can't complain about anything else. Her page is simply fantastic. Well worth the money. Happy to answer any questions about her or her page. <laughs> The most depressing shit is the fact that 74 people upvoted this. Yeah. I figured this would just be like something that somebody just threw into a, the trash can of Reddit, but uh, like people found this review very helpful. Like they're like, oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go check it out for the uh, what, what? How does he subscribe it? Uh, her masturbation videos uh, frequently both vaginal and anal. So. Yeah, I would like to just just bring attention a little bit to this person's username. Uh, they are not a perv, but it's spelled K-N-O-T. But I, I have trouble be- like believing that. So, yeah, they could have fooled me. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just like how open they are to, to answering questions about about this this page. They kind of a F, kind of a FAQ. I mean, if you have any questions? I, mean, I, about I this guess account. if you're if you really need to like look at reviews before you pay for literally anything, uh, this is the subreddit to go to. I mean, for me, if I'm subscribing to something like that, I'd probably just look at like whatever previews of content they have and then be like, yeah, I'll give money to that. But I once again, have it's not not exactly a thing for me. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's, so that was an example of a good review from this subreddit. There's one for a bad review. This one's Sierra Sky model only fans review. And you were, you mentioned something about this, Keith, about Sierra Sky. And yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't know. I don't follow this shit, man. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, I was just gonna say, I, so I you're the expert, so you know what's going on. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, oh, good. hey, uh, uh, not, not, not so much, but I was going to say, can you, uh, can you read these two paragraphs? But before you do, I'd really like you to read the, uh, user's name who left this review. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this was left two. uh, this review was left two months ago by, uh, by a user named 
horny titty fucker. <laughs> so no. it's, it's, it's something that he is and something that he definitely does all the time. Yeah. Um. So uh, his review of Sierra Sky Models OnlyFans review. Uh, it's free to follow. However, you have to pay for any pics or videos. There's also a VIP option where from one one hundred to two hundred Jesus Christ, yeah, that's crazy. One hundred to two hundred dollars, you get some sort of perks like unlimited messaging and some other content. None of that shit is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, uh, he goes on. I did the one hundred VIP. So far, I got nothing. I tried messaging whoever is in control of that OnlyFans. Well, I imagine it's uh, Sierra Sky, but mm -hmm. uh, be it her or someone else, but you have to literally pay to message her. The thing is, one of the perks of the 100 uh, VIP is that you can message her unlimited. I can't even do that. All I get in the DMs so far are G-string videos that are still locked, cost 30 to $50, and only around 20 seconds long. I message OnlyFans support on the issue. Maybe it's just because she's new at using it, doesn't know the ropes yet, but right now, it's a loss, and I'm looking to get back. I really... Oh <laughs> what's, what's this dude about to do? I really can't imagine being a Karen about my porno subscription. Like, that's... That's that's just really strange to me. <laughs> I can I can understand it like entitlement towards like a, a tangible good, like maybe to, to, to some extent, but like... God, man, it's, it's, what are you, it's just naked pictures. You can get this stuff anywhere. What is some random dude going to message a model about? Like, I don't understand, like, the purpose of that. Like, hey, I think you're really, I think you look really good. <laughs> yeah, you need unlimited messaging. It's sort of like the new unlimited texting. Yeah, unlimited minutes. Uh, that's what Yeah, unlimited minutes to talk to these, <laughs> these people online. Yeah, are they, like, having, like, conversations or, like, I wonder, I wonder what they talk about. Yeah, that's that's kind of like what did they talk about? Like the new JRPG. I mean, I, I guess it's just my personality. <laughs> I just have no idea how to talk to people. So this is this is so sad. Like he has to pay a hundred dollars to some porn model just to talk to her. Like how lonely can you get? Maybe just like just just social. I don't know. What I mean, you know, support sex work or whatever. Like great, get your get your dollars there, Sierra Sky. But. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, if if your result, like, like, like trying to pay a hundred bucks a month, like, that that seems like just a lot of money, dude. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm reading this uh, this response from Rockhound one two three four five, which great name, <laughs> Rockhound. Uh, it said maybe it's in quotes. Maybe it's just because she's new at using it. LOL. I'm sorry, but that's definitely not the reason. She's a scam, just like so many other IG thoughts. That's pretty sex negative. Her pay her page must probably most probably that's not even a phrase isn't even run by her, but the agency that works for a lot of the scammer squad. <laughs> I want to be a part of the scammer squad. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds really cool. A, like a, just a, like a band a, a, a band of thieves that go through the yeah. night and uh and and fool a bunch of horny men for uh dollars by uh giving them uh naked pictures. Yeah, no, I, I mean, big up to Sierra Sky for just like, like taking a bunch of money from like weird horny dudes. So <laughs> like, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I just realized, I think, never mind. actually, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will get to the, uh, the other reviews at the, the places you sent in on the next episode, Max, because we are 
at an hour and a half. So <laughs> that's a little jumbo. It's been jumbo a good episode. episode. Without all those hiccups, I think we'd be at at least like an fucking hour. Went away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I think that'll do it for this this episode. I guess if you made it this far, thanks. Uh, you know, I hope you stuck through us. Uh, you know, talking about our about sex there for a little bit, but uh, yeah. Uh, Keith, is there anything you'd like to plug or anything? Um, uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. It's uh, at FinComplete, F as in Frank, I-N-N, Complete. Uh, give me a, g- give me a follow. Uh, that's about it, though. Uh, I guess go on YouTube.com and look up uh, uh, Runs a Punk. Uh, that's a sign <laughs> I made it about a year ago. You can look at that. Yep. But other than that, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on this podcast finally live. It's been a long time coming for me. I'm excited to finally do it. Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for coming on, Keith. It was a good time. Yeah, thanks. Um, it was great to have you. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have anything else. Uh, Nolan, is there anything you do you need us you need to say to these lovely people before we let them go? Uh, the folks at Boomers Forever Young are doing a buy one get one <laughs> half off it. on Boomer Boost. <laughs> I, I love getting uh, the promotions from Boomer Boost. It's great. And I still, all of my targeted ads are still all Boomer Boost stuff. So that's great. That's the only thing you need to buy online. It's just Boomer Boost and the related products like Gladiator Barley. <laughs> and Zeolite uh, Ultra Food or whatever. Um, okay, well, that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.